Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, hello you. My name is Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, it's Dave, were you yawning the at the owl. start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Rule of Threes, your Brian Rogers, your musicals, your bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting, because let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bell. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. And I think it's gonna be a fucked up club. Wrong and telling tales of so much stuff. It's not the kind of club they have at home. It's a crime club Crime club Crime club with the wrong and some fucked up tales Crime club Crime club with the wrong and some fucked up tales Oh, he's here again, the man with a crime club in his ears. I'm Jack David Beaumont, a.k.a. the Unnecessarily Aggressive Man's Bradley Walsh, a.k.a. Chairleg Trouble, a.k.a. Abstract Sexy Again, a.k.a. and Timeshare John's brother did actually call me this, Pound Stretcher's Danny Dyer. You are about to hear our seemingly cushy setup conning old people out of money in Spain became a conspiracy to GBH battery and even murder. Then I talk about a bit of fraud I got up to earlier in the decade, and that, my dear wrongans, is Series 3. Jingle me so hard my tits ache and maybe even implode. <laughs> We would always go to the Alta- to Bamboo Club. His wife knew this. And uh, I was insanely convincing. I once convinced his wife that I was the driver, which I was. I did drive, but I drove pissed and drugged up. I still drove, uh, but I used to tell her that I didn't. And I used to tell her all the shit that he got up to and tell her that I didn't. I was disgusted by it, which is how I ended up sleeping with her. And, uh, now again, is this the fact that you fancied her, or is this an ego thing getting one up on ego thing? Yeah, yeah, ego thing, be. massive ego thing. Um, I left Spain on the same night. You know Payne Stewart, the golfer. No, Payne Stewart was an American golfer. Uh, he died in a plane crash. The night he died, I left Spain, and I always remember that. 
but me and his wife, we'd been together for some time, and that was. Did you ever smell a rat? Uh, no, he didn't until I left, and and I made the mistake of underestimating him. A stupid, stupid mistake. She ended up leaving him because of that underestimation. He kicked the fuck out of her, and she ended up having to call her parents, and her parents came picked her the kids up. I mean, he really he put her in hospital, kind of thing. But bearing in mind that one of the things that we did was um, was thirty, and he did a heart attack. Sorry, he was thirty-two. He did a heart attack at thirty. Me and his missus started seeing each other, and it all got a bit. It all got a bit serious for her. And then one night, she told me what she was going to do. She was going to kill him. We had a party, and she'd read somewhere that heart attack victims, if you give them too much paracetamol, it's going to kill them. So she um, she uh, spiked his um, his whiskey with sleeping pills. Basically, uncapped him. Poured it into the drink, mixed it up, and drank it. I knew about it, and she told me about it. She told me that's what she was going to do. She was going to kill him. End of story. He'd been slapping her about. He'd been sleeping with prostitutes. He refused to use a condom with her, um, which is a bit fucking shit. To I agree. Fair. And I mean, he's a bit of a cunt, like. And he was just a twat. He was. Just, he was actually a twat. Uh, and so she decided to kill him. And so she put all this stuff in his beer in his whiskey sorry and he drank it and then went to bed and we stayed awake all of us we had a massive party it weren't just us it was a massive party so everyone would see that everything was fine there were no problem oh shit gone to bed and died blah 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 everything was flowing we got I mean and don't get me wrong we weren't just drunk coke pills everything it was there fucks off to bed and everybody fucks off and that's fine because we've been in view all night and so there's no blame and then everybody left and me and started planning we ended up having sex next to him in bed no you didn't yeah with a carving knife next to the fucking bed in case the fat cunt woke up no you fucking didn't I mean I was coked out of my fucking tiny mind yeah yeah uh, and I'll be honest with you when I think about it today I still get a horrific feeling of, shit what if he'd have fucking woke up what if he would have woke up what would I do I would have stabbed him at least I don't think well, I would have so right, so we were literally next to him oh, uh, did you try a variety of positions whilst he was no there? just missionary just, uh, okay, so just you're, fucking you're on, top, you're on top right the, yeah. knife, the knife spot next to your right hand no it was at the side of the bed it's at my right it's, it's, it's basically it's, it's on the floor ok right so you're thinking right 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 we're going at it we're going at it right now if he wakes if up he wakes up splat yeah. What, it in the never fucking, did you have a plan as, as to where to stab <laughs> no, him? Were you going to stab him in the fucking all, neck or what? Not at all. No, not at all. The entire point of it was, we're going to... I mean, I had my own room in that house. The entire point was, we're going to fuck in there in my room. But we got fucking crazy because we were fucking... And also because Charles. it's an ego thing again, oh, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah, can yeah. look that geezer in the eye so, next day and be like, I fucked your wife next to your sleeping body. But I didn't think he was going to wake up, did you? No, of course not. But uh, I'm just going back to the ego thing. And then, but he did wake up the next morning, counter to your plans, right? Yeah. Well, um, we'd obviously, we weren't, she were next to him. I wasn't. I was in my own room. And he woke up and, uh, well, I'll be honest with you, I was mildly disappointed. But what you've got to remember is this weren't like a, this weren't like a simple es- escalation, right? Me and had been seeing each other for weeks. Right. We ended up at one point, he fucked off to Mallorca. Uh, for a management meeting 
and we ended up staying in or we were in the resort and we were fucking in his office and while he was away because we knew it was going to be a brothel we knew it and we did the um, the, the thing that, that tipped me off the edge were, were what I did to him what a Liverpool fan his big big fucking thing was his, his Liverpool football club football mug and when Liverpool played he never washed the cup ever Right, never put in the dishwasher. In the season, whenever Liverpool played, all he would do is pick up the mug, throw out the coffee and fill it up with new coffee, because that was his superstition. So I end up one day, I'm fucking on the desk, and he's in Mallorca, and he's got that. This is this outside of office hours? No, this is in the this is in the office. This is in office in o- hours. In office hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and he's you're fucking her in his de- on his desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's laid on the table. I've got a banner. And I'm about to come. So I pull out. I get his cup that's got this much coffee in it. And I spunk into his coffee cup. And I mix it in. Love that. He comes back in on the Monday. Gets the coffee cup that's got coffee and spunk in it. Throws it out. Don't wash it. Fills it with coffee and starts drinking it. That's, that's what tipped me over. It's crime club, you fucking back to front. I don't think I actually thought, I can't deal with this man anymore. I kind of felt superior to him. And Even that, though he didn't know it, because he would have literally killed me. Would you care to give us a guess as to what his method of murder would have been had he found out? He'd have literally beat me to death. Would, no, was he hard? Hard as fucking nails. Yeah. Let me tell you. say he was fat, how fat was he? Oh, a big fat fucker, but he would just... Oh, listen... I learned a long time ago, never underestimate a fat man in a fight. You look at him and you think to yourself, look at that fat contact and tech in, but never underestimate him. They're always dodgy as shit. Have you seen right? him in action then? Oh, God, yeah. Well, so, the French guy who worked with him, uh, the same level as me, uh, a sales guy, Michel. Michel was a, a really pretty Frenchman, right? Clever as shit, good sales guy. Anybody who turned up on the resort, Michel would be able to sell to him. He was uh, French people, obviously. And then he met a girl who turned up on the resort, fell in love, and decided he didn't want to work for anymore. That was it. Worked out how much he'd earned, how much Michelle had earned in, like, I think it was like four months. And he worked that out. It was something stupid. It was a, it was a lot of money, let's put it that way. So he multiplied that by three. And he said, okay, if Michelle's going to leave me, this is how much money he's going to cost me. Right, not cost him, not earn him. Yeah. And so what we did, we all got together, me, the kid called Jason, a couple of the, I'll tell you about that in a minute, the Algerians. We went to Michelle's apartment and we kicked the fuck out of him and stole all his stuff. Because he owed us the money. He owed that to us, right? Right, so... You're not thinking, let's try and persuade him. You're thinking, right, yeah, he owes no, us no, that no, money. No, he orders the money. And right. you kick the fuck out of it. What, yeah, what yeah. kind of damage was he sustaining? Oh, no, we literally beat the shit Broken out of him. Broken limbs? When we kicked the fuck out of him, and we, we blooded him up quite a lot, and then we left the Algerians with him right. to make sure that he didn't complain. We had two different nationalities we went to in uh, in timeshare, or in my thing. If you wanted anything stealing, we had some Moroccans, right? We had a couple of Moroccan lads who, if you wanted shit nicking, the Moroccan lads were your boys. 
What kind of ship would you want nicking that? Well, what we would do is let's say a com- let's say that we tried to sell to a couple and they said we don't want to buy. What we would do is we'd falsify a contract. Then the Moroccan lads will get them to go in and nick their credit cards, and then we take the credit card sale and falsify their signature. Okay, so that's because I'm nicking. Then yeah. you got your nicking. What was the other thing you were about to say? The Algerian boys. Yeah. Um, if you wanted someone beating up, you'd get the Algerian. Oh, the Algerian lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want somebody kicking in, the Algerian guys for the boys. And you'd call them up and you'd give them 10,000 pesetas and say, there's your fucking man, and they would fucking hurt him. And I'm not talking like a good slap. I mean, you could, you could pay for a good slap, but you're talking like incapacitated levels are doing the, the, the and, they did, and they did that to Michelle. We go Michelle, and then we'll talk about other times. You yeah, no, no, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Michelle we, they've, done, they've done a number we, we Michelle. Got, we got annoyed with Michelle because Michelle met this girl, and she was brilliant. She was perfect. And and he was such a fucking typical French lady. Such a smug cunt about... Sorry, hang on. Looking at it now, it, it's a magical time for Michelle. He should have gone away with it. Looking at it back then, which, to be fair, you've got me into this method of thinking again. What a cunt. He was earning us a lot of money. We're having a good laugh. Yeah. He was bringing in the money. We're all going to the brothel. And he wants to fuck it off for some time. he fucks off for some fucking tart. So, of course, we're going to give him a... We nicked all his stuff and we took everything from him. All the shit we took from him. He was a clothes horse of a man. And we uh, we stole all his clothes. And the ones that we could sell, we sold. The rest of them, we, um, we barbecued hot dogs over. So we burnt them. those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a news vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the Smarts? Hey, we got the Smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7am. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. If you got the Algerians involved, the Algerians would take care of all the security on their end. So if, 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 if I said, for example, I want this cunt knocking out, they'd follow you and wait. They'd jump on you and they'd kick the fuck out of you. We used to have two targets. Other salespeople which was sometimes salespeople from other resorts would try and steal our clients. And what we would say is to the clumper, that we call them clumpers, yeah. and we'd sell up. He's trying to nick our guys, go and kick the fuck out of him. But most of the time, we're the fucking... Most of the time, it's some smug cunt fucking customer who didn't want to buy from you. Yeah. And what you'd say to the Algerians is, knock the fuck out of him and bring his wallet to me. And then we'd nick his identity. Would it be simply as saying, no, I ain't buying that, and then they'd get that treatment? No, it weren't, no, it weren't that. It weren't, would he have, it weren't, to, be, would no, he have to kick up a fuss? He'd better be a proper cunt about it, like, yeah, yeah. and be a dick about it. And a lot of them were, and they were a bit scumbaggy. And I mean, I remember, I remember one of the ones that I, I paid personally for was the guy sat there and he told me how much of a chancer I was. And he said, you're just a chancer. Giving you abuse? Oh, yeah. And he, he, I said, what do you mean a chancer? And he goes, look at you. Here you are, you've done nothing in your life, and this is what you're doing. And I, I had done shit in my life, and I, I, I'm getting angry now thinking about it, but I had done shit, I'd, I'd, I'd done stuff. How fucking dare he say that? And I, I got so annoyed at it that I got one of the Algerian lads to go and knock the cotton town. And, and uh, yeah, I paid him I paid him 5,000 pesetas to go and knock him out, and then I, uh, I sold his passport for 22,000 pesetas, so yeah, cunt. <laughs> Most people, when you meet them at these resorts and they know they've been fucked, and you say to them, hey, look, I'm here to help you. And they have no reason to not believe you. And he did, he knew. And admittedly, he was right. I was a scoffer. Yeah, he's all over you. Yeah, all right, shut up, right? But, <laughs> but he told me what his job was. And I said, what, what do you work for his living? He told me he was a dolphin trainer. And I'm like, you're a comic. And I, I'm like, no, nah, you're not. You're not a dolphin trainer. And I knew 
that he knew that I was a twat. And, and I knew that he knew that I knew that he knew that I was a twat. But it still irritated me. And it was still a fucking great thing when the Algerian kids kicked the shit out of him. So, yeah. 22,000 pesetas for his... What's that? What's that? Uh, was? Whatever it was. I can't remember the... Got 100 quid? Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't that much. No, no it wasn't expensive. But that's the thing, because I, I, yeah, I don't know what a fucking ratio is for peseta, but that sounds like a decent score anyway. It was money, man. What I did, I did for, for fun and to earn money, and it the, was great. And I still, I still, it's a rush. That's what I do. Because you say that, and you say it was for a rush, and I, and and that is certainly true. But also, you were a member of this exclusive club who were people that were broken and mm-hmm. people who were searching for some kind of meaning. So, as well, as much as you were having fun, this obviously did comprise a large amount of your uh, justification or validation for yeah. existing and stuff. So, you were enjoying it. But it must—it really must have satisfied some part of you that was like, well, I don't really know where I am now, and I want to be here now, and now, now I'm getting loads of quids for being cleverer than people. And so, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so, and going back to what we were talking about earlier, the kind of like a, the rush, the kick you get from deceiving someone—amazing, yeah, amazing. And I mean, it's the greatest thing in the world. I honestly believe that. You build a dream for somebody, right? You build a dream. They walk into the place and they know you're coming. They know you're a timeshare scumbag. They know it. You start, you break the pact. What we used to call breaking the pact, right? So, John and Jane, John and Mary, whatever. In the taxi up here today, you knew what you were coming to. And one of you said, we're not going to sign anything. We're not going to fucking do anything. We're not going to listen to this asshole. We're not going to do it. Because I know you said it. I don't care. I'm not going to pressure you into it, but which one of you said it? And you get them to admit which one said it. And once you knew which one said it, you got the weak one, right? Have you ever heard of the chewing gum trick? You ever done the chewing no, gum no, trick? No. Right, chewing gum trick's brilliant. Get some chewing gum. If you ever meet somebody, get some chewing gum, offer them chewing gum. And they're going to say no. Most of the time. Your ideal thing is they're going to say no. You keep it in front of them. Keep it there. And it's going to be so uncomfortable they have two different options. Number one is they're going to take it, in which case you know that you can break them. Or they're going to tell you, fuck off, in which case they are strong people. And it's the same thing with breaking the pact. Once you've got someone to admit it, if it were John who'd said, fuck it, Mary, we're not going to sign shit. If you sat there and John says, that nah, were me, I said it. You know you can break him. It's just a case of putting pressure on him. If it were Mary, if Mary all of a sudden turns around and goes, Oh, actually, I told you, John said, but I told him. I, uh, you know what to deal with. She's going to fucking, she's going to react in a certain way. She's going to panic when put under pressure. We talked earlier about Tarquin, right? Yeah. And we talked about uh, the fact that I know guys like Tarquin. And we, I, I knew a guy uh, exactly like him, uh, uh, Antonio, right? Uh, half English, half Maltese. My mum came over to uh, to stay with us. I, I was living in a four-bedroom apartment. And me, Antonio, a guy called Gavin, another kid, I forget the kid's name. Anyway, not the point. I gave my mum my room so that I'd sleep on the couch and whatever. And... Uh, and I was terrified that my mum would like me 
horrified by Antonio. And it turns out she, she thought he was great. And one night, we'd all been out, and we'd all, my mum went to bed, and she'd gone to bed at like 10 o'clock. We'd all been out afterwards. We sat in the front room, everybody's having a drink, playing cards, doing whatever. And there's a scream from my mum's room. I get up and run in, this arsehole on the balcony who's climbed up to the balcony to get in. We didn't know him, didn't know him at all. And uh, he climbs up on the balcony to get in, and his mum's terrified. And so I go in, Antonio pushes past me, and basically Antonio gets on the fucking balcony and says, the fuck are you doing? This guy's out of his fucking mind. Oh, I've not got my key, so I thought I'd climb up and, and I don't want any trouble. I'll climb up and I just thought you'd let me in. Antonio says, you've scared my best mate's mum. I'll let you in. The guy's like, great, thanks, great, cheers, great. Antonio stands there in front of the guy. The guy tries to get past him. And he puts it out, stops the guy from going up. So he says, I thought you were going to let me in. And Tony says, I'm going to let you in. Picks the guy up and throws him over the balcony. Literally throws him over the balcony. He's like, it's only one drop. Throws him over the balcony. The guy hits the fucking floor like a sack of shit. Tony runs out, goes down the stairs, opens the front door and says, Now I'll let you in. Crime club. Three or four weeks after Mum had gone back, Tone says to me, Mate, can you call your mum? I'm like, why? I need some advice. Okay. So I called my mum and said, Hi, mum, it's me, but Antonio wants some advice. So the phone goes, Oh, I'm Mrs. C. He goes, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I've got crabs. How do you get rid of them? <laughs> and he's like, I'm suddenly like, What the fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> why has he decided to call your mum about this thing? No, because he couldn't call his own parents. He couldn't okay. call his own mum. And he, he thought my mum could help him. He's like my mum said, have you been to a doctor? I don't know. I thought there's some fucking thousand island dressing I could put in my sanning. Crime Club. I was looking for work. Craigslist. Mainly it's blokes trying to suck each other off on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But there was this job advert that was like office removals, basically. Office removals. Like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do that. I'm not going to say which company it is. No, I will tell you, but I'll bleep it out. It's which is a... I know. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so they're a big company, and uh, and they've got a remo- they're doing office removals. They're changing offices. Yeah. And this geese has got in contact with me. He's in the, in the HR department. He's like, I need some blokes to go and do this fucking job, basically. I was like, yeah. Do this for a couple of weeks, basically. It's just office removals, smashing up cupboards. It's a piece of piss. Uh, but after a while, the guy who hired me in the first place is like, look, Jack, um, I have been paying you in cash so far, but I want to get you on the books because I like the way you work and I want you to do some more office removals jobs. I'm like, yeah, sweet as, yeah, whatever, whatever you want. You, he's like, you get paid a bit later, but um, it'll be worthwhile. Yeah. I didn't ask why at the time, but I was like, oh, fuck it, I don't care, whatever. A couple of weeks go by and he's like, Jack, I've been, um, I've been made redundant now, but I'm still in charge of the fucking payroll. Right, I've put you on the books for a reason because I trust you. Basically, my plan here is to say that you've been working hours that you haven't and I will put it through the books 
as work hours you've done and I'll pay you for work you haven't done basically and now at this point it's crucial to add I'm in a foreign country I'm like you know what if you want to put some money in my account for work I ain't done then feel free go yeah. for it son yeah. not my problem whatever go for it over the course of about three months he puts in about you know a couple of grand's worth of work that I ain't done and he's like alright so yeah do you want to pay me that pay me my bit I'm like I'll be honest, mate, I spent it all. And he's like, okay. I'm like, look, I'll pay it back when I can afford it. And I kind of leave it. I'm like, I feel a bit bad, but at the same time, I'm abroad, I'm having a good time. I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Correct noise there. <laughs> but he's like, the agreement was that you'd pay me 75% of that, that money that I put through in your account. I haven't spoken to him to this day. When I've got the money, I plan to pay him back, but at the end of the day, he's frauded them, and I've frauded him. Oh, what a cut. Blessed be the crime. Big thanks to Timeshare John, who was a joy to chat to. And that was Series 3. Ed Beaumont, as always, with the jinglays. Great Big Al with the leg-ups. Series 4 should be ready quicker. This time, I've already got a lot of people lined up. Not least Tarquin, who is up for Volume 4. So if there's anything you'd like me to ask him, definitely get in touch. Crimeclubpodcast.gmail.com or tweet at crimeclubpod. If you love Crime Club, buying some merch would be a good way to show it. Failing that, spread the word. Five-star review on iTunes wouldn't go amiss either. Thank you so much for listening. I'm aiming for a Crime Club Summer of Love, Series 4. Until then, please stay sexy. Jumpers and bags Buy a tank top Ooh, ooh, baby Fucking tank top Get it all now Get your tank top at www.podcastmerch.co.uk What would happen if you got a comedian in a room, you open their Amazon account, and you look back at everything they've ever bought on that website? Well, this. Because I was consuming so much peanut butter, I decided to try and get a powdered oh, version that wow. wasn't as fattening. Uh, your handwriting can change your life. I regret this book. <laughs> I regret this book. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring. Yeah, I love Fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love yes. that. I do have that on my fridge. Four pounds you spent on that. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster, available now from Great Big Al. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.